strange cultural but weirdly it kind of almost looks like a spaceship or something uh, area just amid all these trees and this lovely river and the foliage and yeah it's gorgeous hello and welcome to this is the show which gives you a female perspective and we are your hosts Sinead C. Shanti and uh, Susan Hear Me Roar Brown. <laughs> so I've had coffee today. So <laughs> I, I haven't had coffee today. <laughs> so I'm running all over the place and not making any sense. Disclaimer out out there before we kick off. It's also our last uh, our last re-rolling off for October and possibly definitely for t- 2022. Yes, so, it is. Um, so we're delighted to be here and thank you everyone or maybe... 12 listeners. <laughs> yes. Yay. Thank you for being here with us. We do Yay. have some super fans. We do have our super yeah, fans. Yeah, we have to give a big shout out to our super fans. <laughs> Up there is my mommy. Thank you, mum. You're an avid listener and a great supporter and encourager of the show. She is. So thank you so much. <laughs> and Elaine, my sister, another super fan. Super fans. Yay. Yeah. And uh. Shiyogi. Oshiogi, yay. My niece. Oshiogi. And maybe Coco's and Kinsale, but they did refer to us as lesbian radio, which what? I'm not going to take on board. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Coco's. Hello, Coco's. Stop pigeonholing. Um, <laughs> don't judge me. Yeah. Don't judge us. And, and don't, don't put women into pigeonhole boxes. Absolutely. Yeah, we just refuse okay. to be classified, Suze, don't we? Indeed. Indeed. So, today's show, like Sue said, it's our last one for 2022, and we have had a blast. It's actually been the highlight of my week, Suze, the yeah, re yeah. uh, Same. I was looking last night, uh, doing a recap over the shows from the first season. First season. Um, mm-hmm. And it's very funny that my name was Susan Hear Me Roar Brown, but yet I actually said nothing. I was so quiet and shy and nervous. <laughs> and my notes are like reams and reams and reams of notes of things that I was going to say. And I said none of it. And except for the odd titter in the background and giggle, which I think is quite comedy, com- comedic. But anyway. But look at you now, Susan. Look at me now. <laughs> so we've had nine episodes so far. Indeed. We had like five back in kind of May, June, and then four recently. So I think for today's show, let's have a re-raw kind of credit list highlights. Yeah, indeed. And with plenty of thanks thrown in for all of our guests, because without them, there would be no show. It's true. They did. Otherwise, it would be just us here (laughs) (laughs) yip-yapping. So first off, we had Brida. The amazing Brida. Yeah. Have you have you spoke to her since? How, how, what is, you don't know what she's up to? Uh, Brida's up to great, great stuff, stuff all the time. Yes. So yeah, Brida Larkin of uh, oh, one half ad- of the wild geese. <laughs> Indeed, her attitude to vaginas. Uh, it's very <laughs> funny. So it was our first show and I had said to a lot of the ladies at the gate, school gates, uh, oh, listen to me on the radio. And they're all very excited. So they listened and... Uh, one of the women came back to me. She goes, oh, well, it wasn't really suitable for children. Because, and I was like, what? And she said, because they mentioned, uh, we talked about vaginas and pussy, etc. Pussy, 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 <laughs> and fanny heads, um, etc. But there was a lot more to it than just that. Obviously, there was Breeders' uh, drive to perform, which I think uh, was something that, you know, if we have that in us in mm. any way, it's like your drive to create. Um, it's mm. good to... Go with it. And also, uh, what I learned from Brida Larkin is she's a really strong advocate for women 
stand up and take your seat. Yeah. That would have been a big mantra that I took on board. Absolutely. Uh, from Breda's chat. Um, yeah. And I remember she was speaking about kind of women activism and women in place of power um, in the farming, the community. farming community. And she yeah. was saying that women are real trailblazers there, that they're taking that real kind of, she didn't use this term, kind of this whole earth approach of how can we kind of tread more gently. Yeah. I'm calling it the Gaia impact. That's my mm. term, coining it there, everybody. Yeah. Um, just that women do well, a lot of people, well, a lot of businesses also now are looking at the long-term effects on Gaia, on the earth, rather mm. than just the short-term, mm-hmm. um, short-term effects, short-term capitalist effects. Yeah. So as we are talking about Brida, will we play Annie Oaks? Yeah, let's do it. It's yeah, it's song. always nice to start off with a tune. Brilliant. So over to Brida Larkin and the Wild Atlantic Cabaret and their song, Annie Oaks. You had us reading the book. We were reading it in a very kind of writerly way, like... Oh, sorry. We will take two on that because we still have someone playing in the background who's not Breda Larkin. No, I told you that coffee wouldn't stand to me. It was nice at the time. Mm, coffee. Let's try. Take two. Anyhow. Keeper of the land. We need to plant more native trees. Respect your elders and your elders. Bridget and her garden home. Oh. Let me tell you about ash trees. 20k cut a year just for her leaves. Fina fall like my rhymes if be acting tight. Made a rash decision with zero foresight. Important trees from across the seas. Bringing ash to the knees, now they're all diseased. While you mad, Fina fall, we just spit the facts. Because you being cheap brought in ash die back. Scott's five, she's five. Tall and majestic, oh yeah, she's Celtic, a forest. Concern in you, all we need is a spade, some seeds in you. Hawthorn, she's a witch's tree, full of magic, healing, and mystery. In the middle of the field, she stands alone. No one dares cut her down, cause it turned to stone. Adios, 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 adios. 3% native trees, that's a travesty. That statement shouldn't be a blasphemy. Sit in the cavalry. but we don't know how. And that started the whole story of let's learn how to plant. And we called the foresters because to plant a tree, you need a diploma. I said, well, you, I don't think you need a diploma to plant a tree. Birch, it's cold in here. There must be CO2 in the atmosphere. Are you nuts? Plant Hazel, she's edible and incredible. Move, beach, get out the way, get out the way. 
the next generation can breathe. We're low, can you go? 2%. We're low, can you go? 2%. You can find me in the burn. And we're back. Thank you, Brida Larkin and the Wild Atlantic Cabaret, Annie Oaks. So like we were saying, this is our final Re-Raw Manoir show for 2022. So it's a bit of a, a roll call in thanks to all our guests and kind of the top nuggets of wisdom that we've learned from them. Do you know what, Suze? Mm-hmm. I really loved the opportunity to sit down with people and ask them really interesting questions. Exactly. And to hear their um, responses. I think so many of our guests have had a positive impact on my life. Me too. I like. I really do think, even if we do have 12 fan listeners, um, <laughs> besides that, I have learned a lot and, and from yourself as well and just about the crew being here etc and and from our guests mainly Mm. and now I'm not afraid to ask questions I was never really afraid to ask questions but now I'm really less afraid again I I say what I think straight away even Mm. with strangers and I ask questions and I criticize not maybe not criticize openly but I I would question people a lot Mm. more now it's Mm. given me more confidence in that area yeah I love asking questions like you know I've been really inspired by certain podcasters like Brené Brown I love her approach to asking questions and there's this great lad Aidan McCullen. He runs an innovation show podcast. Very good. And I love kind of his presence that he brings to like his guests, just that kind of listening. You're all over this girl. (laughs) You are all over it. I'm just like somehow or other going to listen to them all at some point. Uh, They're on my list anyway. (laughs) I think we've been a great team, Susan. And you know what I was thinking about? I'm really grateful as well to Kieran, the radio manager here at UCC. Like you know, we were two randomers that literally knocked on the door and were like, we have zero experience, but we have an idea for a show. And he basically was like, yes, yes, yes. He seems to be very open. And in fairness, mm. Manisha now, is Manisha doing a yes. show now? So, yeah. so Manisha was our guest. A cup, Actually, I think she was the first guest to kiss, kick off our October series. And Manisha um, is a from refugee from Afghanistan and the former dean of dentistry in the the University of Herat mm-hmm. and Manisha was a guest in here with us at UCC and she is some powerhouse so after her interview with us um, she was introduced to Kieran and now Manisha has her own show with yeah. Sally Ann uh, yeah, it was Sal- who's Sally Ann? is a fantastic, another fantastic powerhouse. Sally is the volunteer coordinator, among many other roles, in the Lodge, a direct provision centre in Clonakilty. And you had them in here as well, did you? What, what we had a huge that? gang, yeah, up from the Lodge. That was in the middle of the summer. You were off on your holliers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, that was episode five. That was fantastic. Yep, Sally Ann interviewed the kids and teens from the lodge, and I had Ola and her little girl Victoria okay. here in the studio. Ah, uh, yes, and that was really is great. that Clonakilty uh, Direct Provision Centre? Yeah, call the lodge. Yeah, and can you? Uh, how do you? If you want to bring stuff down to them, how, how, who's Sally Ann, the lady to contact there? Sally Ann would be the key contact if you have some time to volunteer, especially for their homework club. They're always looking for volunteers to get on board. 
Um, and I guess, yeah, if you've got anything specific, sometimes I do get a bit overwhelmed okay. by donations. So if there's something specific, especially educational toys. Instruments. They were looking for instruments at one point. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So it's always good to get in contact with a key contact there just to see um, if that's if they, something that they they're looking anything. for right then. But back Brilliant. to Manisha. Her yeah, show sorry. is now on Mondays here at UCC Radio. I think it's four o'clock to five o'clock oh, and it's called My Life in a suitcase I think okay yeah yeah Kieran fair play to him open arms yes yes absolutely saying yes and we've had some pretty unusual requests we've had babies in here we've had dogs Dogs. in here and Kieran's Mm -hmm. like yes yes bring it on Mm -hmm. so thank you for helping us to design a studio that is open and accessible yeah there was there was instances when we were like oh the kids are sick or something and we were like we're just gonna have to bring them Mm. Um, and that's good yeah, absolutely. So, so Manisha, I actually um, contacted her yesterday to know, did she have any friends from I- Iran? Iran, mm-hmm. Iran. And she just sent me a message, which I didn't get to listen to yet, but I think she may be looking around for somebody so we could hear um, from on the ground or, you know, through a contact uh, about what's happening there um, mm. to hear. Because seemingly it's quite difficult to get uh, partial um, information about what's actually happening on the ground there. Mm. Um, as I'm sure everybody knows what's happening, even though there has been an internet blackout there, they are cutting. They are. It's very hard to get information. Um, as every uh, probably everybody knows, there's been an uprising there in the last six weeks, which has been a lot of violence, of, uh, and women and ch- girls have been at the forefront of it. Um, there's a hardline government there. There was a lady, a woman called Maisa Gina Amini. She was uh, arrested by the police. The police are called morality police mm. uh, for not wearing her hijab correctly or tight enough around her head. Basically, her scarf wasn't on tight enough around her hair. So she was arrested. And then she actually died two days later from injuries um, that she got from being arrested from the violence caused by the police. So Mm. since then, this has been caused a huge uprising because every woman can understand her and sisters, she's like a sister, she's like a daughter, she's like a mother. Everybody has just risen up together. Um, Mm. There's also been a lot of other things happening. The government has been taken over more hardline than ever, etc. And so... There's a lot happening over there now and I just wanted to, to speak about that and hopefully we will get somebody uh, on air, maybe th- through Manita's show on yeah. Mondays at 4 to 5 yeah. uh, to talk about it a bit more. Um, yeah, so anyway. absolutely. Because that w- was a big drive for our show, Suze, wasn't it? To give a platform to, uh, to women, yeah. you know, and maybe perhaps to women who don't necessarily have that platform to have their voices aired. Yeah, it sounds ideal. I'll look into it and we can yeah. hopefully hear more about it. And what really stood out to me from Manisha's interview is, do you remember she was like, women, we are still fighting, fighting so hard for our basic rights. And she was like, we don't want to keep fighting for our basic rights. We just want to live in peace. Mm-hmm. And do you remember Manisha shared with us a voice note from a student of hers, Sodaba, and I actually listened to that again because I remember after I listened to it originally, it really struck in my heart. And Sudaba's voice note, it went a little something like this. I am fighting for my future and I'm motivating others to follow your dreams and overcome obstacles. No obstacle can stop me. No one can kill my dreams. Remember to be thankful for the peaceful life that you have. 
And I was like, they're such deep words from somebody who's living in a very stressful place in Herat right a now. A young woman as well. Yeah, still with such ambition burning bright. Um, so, so on that note, can we play go. Nina Simone? Let's do it. I wish I knew how it would feel to be free. And let's play this song kind of as, as a prayer, as a hope, as a vision for all women on the whole of planet Earth and men and children to really someday soon to truly feel what it feels like to be free.
So we want to get back to our list of thank yous to all our guests. Because as we are, meanwhile, Suze is doing her power poses. Power we forgot poses. to we do forgot those. our power poses. Yeah, let's do them now, Suze. Okay. Um, uh, so, yes, really, without our guests being so gracious with their time and with their nuggets of wisdom and insight, there would have been no show. So thank you, Breda Larkin. Thank you, Lizzie Fleming. Yay. Um, Thanks, Lizzie. Lizzie of Bilberine Farm fame. Mike Drop Fleming. <laughs> yeah, that's totally her name. <laughs> and if you do want a low cost, I think cheapest in Cork, Airbnb, and beautiful to have a nice smug cloud of treading gently on the earth as well. Isn't yeah. she the most um, environmentally friendly they got, host? She got also a big shout out yeah, on Airbnb, shout out. and it's so nice there. I was there. I really started to fall in love with that area around on Manway. There, it's mm, beautiful. It is beautiful. Mm. And if you arrive to Bilberine Farm on your bike, you'll get a discount. Yeah, isn't and that brilliant? The facilities are lovely. It's, I had a really lovely time there. Yeah, she got a pizza oven as well. Yeah. So thanks, Lizzie. Mike Drop Fleming, Maxine Acton. Um, who came into us speaking from a feminist theatre studies lens. Waking the feminist she was involved with. Absolutely. And I really loved how she spoke about educating her boys to kind of rewrite the narrative mm-hmm. so that, you know, as a family, they'd point out, oh, that's gender stereotyping yeah. and shake it up in their storytelling. I tried that with my boys and they just kind of looked at me and they were like, what is mommy on about? I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to like bring it in a bit more slowly, I think. But yeah. you know, slowly, like slowly, 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 and eventually it'll. it'll Isn't it so them. true? Because every time I say the word feminist or go off on my feminist high horse, as I'm sure my son would describe it, he kind of slides off the chair. <laughs> and it's like, well, no, actually, this is really important that you do listen. <laughs> and stop sliding off the chair. <laughs> and do you remember we spoke with Caroline Stott? A fantastic coach for women in positions of leadership and a great designer and facilitator of programs looking at identity and young women. She talks about the power of language as well and how we're internally conditioned uh, through language very subtly, Mm -hmm. you know, like man the table. Um, yes. things like that uh, yeah. she she uh, she said she worked at the Glasgow Women's Aid Group and unfortunately she said to them oh who's going to man the table did not go down well <laughs> no um, and remember see that got us off on a mantra or words create, create worlds. worlds that was our big mantra for a while and it's true a big thank you to Maureen Ejeet who spoke to us about female sexual alchemy and we had Iona and Onya Duffy in our series about women who build their own homes. Inspired. Totally inspired. I really think that that conversation has possibly changed my life. With the girls? Yeah. Do you remember when we said to Iona, how did you, you know, how did you do it? Yeah. How did you actually build your own home from scratch? She's some woman. She is. And do you remember her answer was, I made a plan and committed. Yeah, the commitment. And that clarity. Yeah. I made a plan and committed is the number one mantra I got from Iona that I'm really taking to my life. It, and it then, was the plumbing that got me. I was oh, yeah. like, wow. Like, and I said to my brother and he's like, but that would have to get, uh, you know, like signed off by a plumber. And I was like, would it really? Like if it's correct. Ex- and working. Yeah, and working. Yeah. And um, I loved how she said, you know, she clearly failed a few times. Yeah, but she kept on trying. She kept on trying. trying yeah, and yeah. like asking everybody for information, you yeah. know, like this is the thing. Sometimes you don't know how to do something. You ask, you ask, you ask, mm-hmm. you ask, you ask, and then you can do it. Yeah, 100%. Mm, it's inspiring. And the other inspiring thought I got from Iona was like, start where you are. 
Do you remember she said, I didn't know how to work power tools, but I had a handsaw. So I started there and then I asked somebody, oh, how do you use this? Yeah. And then I had that skill. Oh, how do you use this? So start where you are, because I'm often looking for huge leaps. Yeah, it's and true. it's like, actually, yeah. where am I now? Point. I should just like take the power, take the the thing, the thing, <laughs> the drill, and just like drill loads of screws into bits of plain wood first, mm-hmm. and then like get used to it, like practice, yeah, and then do something. Well, you're doing the moves there. It looks like you've you've got the <laughs> the motor neurons down. <laughs> no, say what? Was, what did she say exactly again? Start. I think it's something like start where you are. Start where you are. Start what, where you're comfortable, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's so bloody true. Instead of leaping. Yeah, and then just have that bravery and confidence to ask, oh, well, you know, how do I do this? This is the next piece of the puzzle. So thank you so much, Ayona and Oinya, being inspiring women who have built your own homes. Then we already spoke about Sally Ann and the gang from the lodge and Ola and baby Victoria. That was a great day up here, here in UCC. Yep. We had so much fun. Um, then in October, our series kicked off with Emer, uh, Emer Dollard, a woman in STEM, a medical, biomedical engineer. And what I really learned from Emer was that idea of stand your ground, that yes, and that Stand your ground and the importance of having a good female mentor. She spoke that she had a great mentor who who actually not just gave her tips on the practical aspects of the job, but on the aspects of speaking out in meetings and being confident with your point of view. So I think that's really important. And that would have been an idea we've heard from so many of our guests, that idea of role models. Are we need to see it, to believe it? Yeah. Indeed, if there was like women, if we say it's just because you imagine that women aren't doing these jobs doesn't mean that women can't do these jobs or we should need to see women doing these jobs on in the media, mm-hmm. um, you know, just so we, it's, so it's, yeah. Yeah, Sorry. absolutely. And we also had Manija on the same show with Emer, and you can tune in on Mondays four to five to her show, My Life in a Suitcase. And there'll be fantastic chats and conversations unearthed on that show. Without a shadow of doubt, it'll be a great listen. Mm, I'm going to tune in. Yeah, me too. And remember, we had Avia and Annie. Yes. The A-team, the artist A-team. Um, I really loved uh, Avia's scale. Remember her noise and silence scale? Yeah, I like. She was she's a very inspiring lady, and she's doing a lot of work actually up the country. Um, mm. Must keep an eye out for her shows. Yeah, absolutely, a lot of work where she's bringing a lot of heart to her heart. interdisciplinary art. And Annie, I'm hopefully going to make it to her exhibition. Yes, I really want a little road trip tomorrow to Bera nice. to Annie's exhibition opening. Do you remember the name of something awesome like? Blood, yeah, yeah. That's it. Bl- say blood, it there. Uh, blood, bone, rust, and stone. Say it like Annie would say it. Blood, bone, rust, and stone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A solo show by Annie Hogg. Opening tomorrow. Um, pigments from the bear landscape on paper. Fascinating. Yeah. Uh, Lily Gallery, Castletown Bear in the Bear Peninsula. I think the Lily Gallery set is above the health food store. Yeah, above Loop de Loop. Mm, very good. Yeah. Uh, starting the 29th to the 10th. Yeah until the 26th the 11th so it's, she's there for the whole month um, opening with refreshments so you're going to be there for the refreshments definitely yep. <laughs> it'd be great if you're there it'd be lovely yep absolutely and then 7pm thanks Suze <laughs> and then last week we had Kitty Maguire menstrual mentor 
Oh, yeah. When we think of Kitty, we both feel embalmed with calm, don't we? <laughs> yeah, Remember amazing. that concept of radical, radical rest. rest. Have you had any radical rest this week? No, <laughs> not much this week now, but it's coming. Yeah. It's coming down the line. And then I'm going to like listen to all those podcasts, etc., and read all those books. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and another term um, that Kitty uh, shared with us was that idea of menstruality. Again, I haven't dropped that at the at the school gate. Have no, you seen? No, me either. It hasn't come up, come off yet in conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I I am committed to getting it out there. And we also spoke with my sister in law, uh, Ananda Galak, and that idea of identity negotiations. And that was a really powerful idea. And I love having terms to hang experiences off because sometimes you know life feels a bit murky. But when we have a term or a phraseology, you're like, oh, that's what I'm doing. I'm navigating, you know, kind of my multiple identities under this umbrella of who am I? So that idea of sometimes we get all consumed by our career and that's our only identity, sometimes all consumed by caring or by mothering and that importance of mixing it up and you know having several different things going on that feeds us and keeps us strong and sustains us uh, yeah you need we need yeah to nourish all of us all the parts of us absolutely so Suze we could reel in I feel like we're doing an episode of reeling in the years (laughs) do you yeah clips as well I know if we were that techie advanced, we would have had clips, no, but we're I could not. I barely find my notes. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh. yes, yeah, So our reeling in the years has come to an end because we have a fantastic guest lined up, and we'll go to our guest in a bit. But I think, Suze, we need a tune break. What we would do. you like to hear? Um, I do like the Billy No Mate song. No, <laughs> you do, don't you? Yeah, I do. It could be. It, What's the song? It what? could be like our anthem. Yeah, it is. There's one other song. I just can't. Yeah, let's just go. Let's go with Billy No Mates. No, and remember, no is a word, not just for toddlers. (laughs) Isn't that that right, Sue? True. Okay, let me line her up. And away we go. No is the greatest resistance. No to your nothing existence. No is a walk, no small talk. No, I don't think it looks better. Yes, we are stronger together. But no is a power. Anytime, any place. Die if you think it's worth fighting for Everybody twist for me 
guys you probably heard us do some sound checks there oh sorry guys you probably heard us in the middle of sound checks there um so we're having a bit of techie difficulties <laughs> with our zoom as you heard um so we're gonna line up another tune while we sort that out and we'll hear from the fantastic yvonne colin so Suze has chosen another song space girl uh shirley collins yeah there it is all right i couldn't say no that he was just a server robot how was i to know so i did i did i did she told me never venture out among the asteroids but i did i did i did she said the milky way was something to avoid so i did I did, I did. She said that Venus was too hot and Satan not much fun. And bug-eyed monsters tended to be just a trifle dumb. She said I'd need a blaster and a needle freezer gun. And I did, I did, I did. Mama told me never trust a space engineer, but I did, I did, I did. She said three, four, and super drive would surely cost me dear, and they did, they did, they did. I've been as far in hyperspace as anybody can. I've traveled through the time warp on the cycloplan. They say a gal must travel for to find her Superman. And I did, I did, I
button while we were trying to sort things out here we're left home alone Kieran has <laughs> left the building the and the door. lovely uh, Kian's in charge so thank you for your help so I think you heard us um, trying to figure out some techie stuff in the background and I think we have figured it out thank god because Sue's your songs are getting mental <laughs> they're a bit hardcore oh. first thing in the morning okay. it's a zen it's a zen for Sue's so we have to thank our guest Yvonne Qualam for waiting in the wings. Let's bring you in, Yvonne. Can you hear us? Do we have blast off, Yvonne? Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Yay! Yay! We can hear you. Can we turn her up a tiny bit? I'm now wondering how mental the songs are. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are History wondering about man. the songs. Yeah. Great so songs. Were you listening in, Yvonne? Could you hear all our techie difficulties live on air? Uh, well, I can hear you on the um, the phone here. Okay, on, here don't know about on the radio. Zoom machine. <laughs> Tom, Tom reckons yeah. we just went silent, so hopefully yeah. we just went silent. Okay. Anyhow, Yvonne, welcome. Uh, you are our final guest to wind up the show of our Reromanaw series for 2022, and we oh, are. Well. Yeah, we are delighted. We are so delighted to have you here because Yvonne, I asked you for a bio and to just introduce yourself to us in a few lines. And wow, yeah. what a woman and what a bio. 
Yeah, true story. I think your boy would take over the next 20 minutes of the show, which is fantastic (laughs) and such a testament to all the hard work that you do. But I'm going to ask Suze maybe to shout out a few lines for us. Oh, wow. There's a lot. There's amazing about it. I didn't know actually a lot of this stuff. You never really uh, talk about your... Yeah, Yvonne, big up yourself. Yeah, a lot dude. more. <laughs> Writer, director, producer, Yvonne Colin, Coughlin. Is it Colin? MA, theatre and drama studies. UCC from Kinsale, founded Red Sandstone, very production 2006, has crea- co-created arts and history projects, short film and theatre, site-specific theatre projects, interdisciplinary performances, festival arts installations, and community arts events in Ireland and internationally. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> So not only have you worked here in Ireland, but you've had residencies so all over the world. Yeah. Uh, I like this bit about the prominent Cork Heritage locations have provided memorable, memorable settings for Yvonne's writing and directing in theatre. Um, I love using Cork places in Cork for productions and events. Yeah. And I, I did not know that your production company is called RSVP. I just presume that was what you say to people to respond. But can you tell us what that actually means, Yvonne? Well, it stands for Red Sandstone Varied Productions. And it comes from the fact that Red Sandstone is the bedrock of Cork. And Varied are my productions. As you just read out, I do a lot of different things in film and theatre and community arts and advertising, musical theatre. It's kind of a... Anything that the, the heart is drawn to at the time, basically. Absolutely. And on that note, Yvonne, what's the heart drawn to at the moment? What's the buzz? Uh, right now in the middle of Halloween festivities for Kinsale. So we've got uh, two days of events for families. So we've got um, the New Lantern Parade, which is happening in on Sunday. And then we've got the the uh, Halloween parade. Nice. The Lantern Parade sounds fantastic. Is that kicking off at half six? Half past six, leaving from the Spaniards and walking along the Silly Walk. But we've got a beautiful surprise uh, performance happening on a ship that people will be able to see from their position in our procession. Oh, it sounds so nice. I love that you're bringing the idea of light towards this Halloween time. Well, we're kind of bringing in, every year we do the, the Halloween parade. It's very, you know, trick or treat. It's more the American tradition mm. for kids. And, and they love that. And we love seeing their happy sugar-filled faces. But we also want to bring back um, the traditions, the old traditions of Ireland, and, and bring sound back into people's awareness. So that's what this new Lantern Parade is really about. It's about having also that side of it, the more spiritual and, and heritage um, side of it coming back for people. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it too. Yvonne, are, are you still there? Yeah. Okay, great. It, different picture just showed <laughs> up. Maybe you just turned your camera off. <laughs> that, sounds, yeah. that sounds so nice, Yvonne. I'm, I'm going to be there. Um, with my little jam jar. I haven't got a homemade lantern. I know that you were doing some really great um, lantern workshops with our fantastic artist, Ginny Wheeler. Yes, we did those last Saturday in the youth centre in Kinsale. So we had uh, planned to have 20 places and then I think we had 22 in the end. But uh, we had a lot of people 
both Jill Aspen this week about that. So next year we're going to definitely add in different workshops and more. Um, so I think there's a, there's a hunger for it. People want to learn these things and they want to have events that bring people together again. Great, great, delighted. Um, what do you think are the greatest challenges and barriers facing creative projects at the moment? It's money. <laughs> it's always money. It is always money. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, for, for me, there's, there's no barriers. I, if I want to do something, I'll make it happen. Love it. The barrier is in your ability to change uh, direction slightly or confuse with what you need to change about the, the project. As long as you know what the end goal is and you keep moving towards that, I think anything is possible. Like flexibility, um, flexibility within yourself? I think flexibility within the project and within the people working on a project is really important. Mm. Um, I think a can-do attitude is incredibly important. Yeah, I mean, people who, who started a project talking about how impossible it is, you're never going to make it to the end if you already think it's not possible. Yeah. But if you have a dream that you can keep moving towards and you're willing to um, be flexible, then I think anything is possible. Mm. I did. I uh, also sorry. Go ahead. You go ahead. Now, I was going to say, I think it's really important for creatives to have a business and art balance in them because if you forget about the business side of things then you're never really going to be able to achieve what you need to achieve. You okay. have to have a little bit of that within yourself or, or at least have someone who's going to help you with that. Okay, I understand. As in like budgeting or eventually the end product making, getting on stage and like making profit? Which, which you mean? All of us. Yeah, I, I understand that. Like, some, like a lot of yeah, well, some people I know, the creatives, but no, not not good on the budgeting side or not good on the the money side. But I hear you. It's good to have a balance. Mm. And guys, sorry, I just stepped out for a sec because it does seem like for some reason we're having techie difficulties in terms of being spouted out live on air. But hopefully this will be podcasted anyhow, and we'll find it in our rerun and our podcast series. Thanks to our super fan, a.k.a. my mum. Okay. <laughs> He's also our uh, out-in-the-community techie uh, support. She texts to say, we're just after dropping off air. So like I said, we're we're left home alone without okay. the radio manager. But Ian <laughs> is fiddling Aww. with some knobs out there and he'll get us back on air live. <laughs> um, so guys, I missed a bit of your chat. Do you have any dream project, Yvonne, that you'd love to see come to fu fruition? Um, I guess I've, I've always got lots of projects that I want to see to the end at some stage. Um, there's a short film that I wrote uh, last year or the year before. It's the year before. I can't remember now. Um, it's it's a micro short. It's very short. We haven't produced it yet, but I sent the script out to festivals while we were in lockdown because there was nothing else I could really do, and yeah. it won a good few awards. In, um, nice. in Let, let's say that again. Did you say you won two awards? I won five awards. For the, oh, for the yeah. micro, can, can, for we the say, can we say that again, Yvonne? And as you said, I want you to beat your chest and big up yourself. <laughs> go on, do it. Go do on, it. go on. You won five awards. Five awards for the script. So wow. I have 
Anointing of that ship would be the next step. So I'm hoping I will get to get going on that uh, by the end of the year, not producing it, but figuring out where the funding is coming from. So that's just it. a micro, a short, short film, is it? Short dramatic film, yeah. Very good. So I came from an idea of one of my friends, Miles Sheffield. Miles and I worked together in another company, Jupiter Flick, making oh, yeah. um, travel videos. So he had an idea. I wrote the script, and then I sent it off for the competitions, and we've won those five awards. So I'm hoping that means that finding the funding for making it is going to be a lot easier. Okay. So that would be step one. Step two would be the feature film. Don't know what the feature is going to be about yet, but... Um, I haven't made a feature yet. So, so the feature is separate? The feature is, I suppose, the bigger dream. The <laughs> okay. Pardon the pun, the bigger picture. <laughs> <laughs> How many times do you get to use that phrase? <laughs> Love it. Um, and then I have another uh, project that I did a, a business course about uh, fleshing out the idea for impact film. Impact. So it's basically... Impact Film is about working with um, not-for-profits or charitable organizations and creating the videos that they need to promote what they do. So creating films that aren't advertising, but that are, um, you know, somewhere between drama and documentary. Very interesting. Very good. Um, there probably is more funding available for documentary, but well, you still have to go for it. That, well, that would be more of a business. So that would be working business to business with the, the organizations because they do have marketing, um, you know, that needs to be done, whether they're a charity or not. Or not. Yeah. So it's working with them to figure out what kind of funding they need and where they need to get it from in order to create these impact films that will allow people to see what they really do and, and move them to support them. Um. Oh, that kind of com comes in on top of our last question there about uh, if you were going to make a film about to smash the patriarchy, like all of those, a lot of those impact films would be kind of heading in that area, possibly, would they? Could be, could be something like that. There's a lot of activity in the room today. That's why I'm slightly distracted. Sorry, people running in and out. Yes, I can see you there. I'm afraid it's going to be all over your podcast. <laughs> I know, um, Yvonne. Talking and people coming in and out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yvonne, you made a great short film that I saw on the back of a bus up in Sola a few years ago for the Kinsale Arts Film Festival or the Art Festival. And you made me cry. Aww, yeah. <laughs> Can you remind me what was the name of that movie? That's, that's, uh, yup, no. Somewhere. I can't help you with that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I can't recall the name of it either, but I just remember it was it was really touching and unique and I was just hanging on every thread of the emotional journey. That's why I can't really remember the words was it or the, the title. Was that a film or was that the plays, the short plays? Remember that was drive in during COVID? That was a film. Yeah, it was a drive in, but I think it was a film. Shorts and then the film as well. Mm, yeah, big feminism. Yep. So, Yvonne, 
um, as an interdisciplinary artist. And I love this new word. We also had Avia German on, who would also describe herself as interdisciplinary. Uh-huh. Uh, which is, and she was saying she came from Israel where they studied in an interdisciplinary um, art kind of college. Whereas when she came to Ireland, that that was kind of a unique concept. So she was finding it hard to find her groove and to fit in. But do you feel that you've been interdisciplinary for quite some time now, that you are finding your groove and that you're able to change tact and move in and out of different spheres from theater to film to voice to Halloween parades? Would you say um, you've found in your interdisciplinary groove? I think I've been there a long time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. There's lots of things that inspire me in the arts. So I'm also very much an arts advocate, and I work in a lot of voluntary capacities in supporting the arts or supporting arts organizations. So, yeah, I would say that I am very much interdisciplinary. Mm. Lovely. Lovely. And... Yvonne, tell us, where can people find out more about you and the work you're doing? Uh, yeah, where can people find out more about you? Um, I would say the website, but the website doesn't seem to be working these days because I got one of those free ones years and years ago. <laughs> so I'm going to be making a new website in 2020. Right mm-hmm. now it's RSVP. Ireland. If you Google RSVP Ireland, you'll probably find something because I am on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, and also on LinkedIn. So there's plenty of places that uh, you can find me or something that I'm doing. Nice. Great. And that's RSVP on Insta, Twitter, and LinkedIn? RSVP Ireland. RSVP Ireland. Don't forget the Ireland bit. Fab. And I love that fact about the red sandstone. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that either. Nice. Lovely to have it in. Red sandstone. And that's where I did the very first production back in 2006. Yep. Uh, the Haunted History Tour was my first performance uh, in the professional sphere. And we ran for two months. Great. So our audience were treated as prisoners and brought to visit people who were locked up in the jail um, like you know a hundred years into history was where you were going ah, amazing I love when people do that make something that can be a little bit boring no offense to all the history buffs out there but I find it really hard <laughs> to retain history facts I find that I really need to kind of actually walk the path or yes. yeah t- for things to stick so that's real yeah, real fascinating choice. Yeah, well, it was interesting. The responses were interesting as well because people um, were either incredibly exhilarated by it or scared to death by it. But either, <laughs> way, either way, they were having a really visceral response, which is what you want from art. Yes, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. And on that visceral response note, Yvonne, from the bottom of our beating hearts, Thanks, myself and Suze, give you a huge thank you for your time. Uh, sorry for all the techie, techie difficulties, difficulties and thank you for your patience. Like 
And I'm really looking forward to the Lantern Parade on Sunday. We can sail. Yeah, Uh, starting from the Spaniard at 6.30. Yeah, and you can find Yvonne at RSVP Ireland. Ireland. Thanks, Yvonne. Thanks, Yvonne. I'll see you you us at the weekend. Have a great long weekend. Take care, guys. You too. Bye, thank you. Bye-bye. So we've got three more minutes and um, we're unsure if we're busting out live or if this will be podcasted. We want to say our thank yous. Thank you to all who made it possible. And my son has requested (laughs) our final mic drop tune and it's called the Fat Rat uh, Exenogenesis. He said it's an outro. It's what all the young kids are loving these days. So what does that mean? Like the song is an out, like it's the opposite of intro. intro. Yeah. So down with the cool kids. Yeah. Thank you everyone (laughs) for making this possible. And here we go with the cool kid mic drop, the fat rat. Thank you for listening. Bye.